today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Joining us to talk about the plan, though, and uh, and the uh, the plan going forward uh, to try to get some results of this. Uh, pleased to welcome to the program the mayor for the city of Hamilton, Andrea Horvath. Uh, Madam Mayor, good to have you with us again. Thanks so much for the time. My today. pleasure, my pleasure, Bill. Thanks for the invitation. And you've been talking about this for a long time. I think everybody, every community has been talking about this. Uh, talk to us about the plan that, that, that the city has struck here, this uh, this individual plan, this uh, multifaceted plan that you you talked about at General Issues Committee. Well, it's, it's called the Hamilton Sustainability and Investment Roadmap. And, uh, I mean, Brad Clark, uh, Councillor Clark, is not wrong in his comments, and neither are you. I mean, this is uh, a challenge that we've had for a very long time. Uh, and part of uh, the idea around the investment and sustainability roadmap is, A, to make sure that we're making the right investments at the right time uh, and trying to gain more partners in terms of those investments and, and really collaborate better, uh, but also to make sure that this is a sustainable plan. Uh, and uh, Dr. Jim Dunn yesterday at GIC said uh, this is um, so that, you know, we know that it's not just something that's going to fall off the side of somebody's desk, that this is a, a plan, a focus on housing uh, that, that really does mean that somebody's going to wake up every morning and, and be, like, worried about all of this stuff. Now, I think we're all worried about it in many ways, but having dedicated staff, a dedicated team that looks at, at really at four pillars, Bill, four pillars, which are construction of new units, and that's, I think, the 350 that you talked about, uh, acquisitions of existing units, preserving and maintaining uh, as it, uh, existing affordable housing, because we know that that's a problem. Uh, and then, of course, we know that there are many vulnerable people that uh, require uh, supports and services to, first of all, become housed, and then to be able to maintain that housing. So it's a four-pronged approach, a four-pillar approach, if you will. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting, but we have to stay focused and, and we have to be really, um, you know, I think, uh, singularly um, dedicated to addressing this situation. Because I think you and I have had this conversation over the years. You really can't achieve anything in life if you don't have stable, affordable housing that meets your needs. It's like it's the center of your life. Uh, and so we need to do better. Well, uh, many, many, many years ago, well, for me anyway, uh, in the late 1990s, when you and I got elected to city council the first time, I know we both served on that committee with a, uh, an incredible uh, city guy named Mark Mascarenas and, and others who were deeply involved in housing. Uh, and it, it's got to be somewhat frustrating, I would think, for you right now that here we are in 2023, and it's, you're facing the same challenges, the same problems, but it's worse now than it was even then. Yeah, you know, and uh, and we did both of us have talked about this over the years on your show, Bill. I mean, the it, one of the things that is uh, is important to identify, and I think we have done so. Uh, other orders of government have to be partners in this. Absolutely, the kind of not for profit uh, and uh, and other you know developers, even private developers, have been. Some have been helping to uh, to meet the need, working and partnering, uh, but but really the other orders of government need to be there. Yesterday, another conversation we had, uh, you know, was was about uh, uh, the the rapidly rising rents and the uh, uh, and the fact that we don't have. Uh, vacancy decontrol, or in other words, some kind of rent control. Uh, for 18, and I said, for 18 years, I've been trying to get the provincial government over a number of different premiers, a number of different political parties in office, uh, to be able to, uh, to start addressing that. These kinds of big policy issues that are happening at other orders of government trickle down and impact uh, the local level. And yet our municipality, just like every other municipality, doesn't have the financial capacity uh, to, uh, to address these big, uh, address these big picture issues. And so we need to make sure those partnerships work better. 
All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the implementation. Now, you mentioned as well, though, and you touched on this in the uh, the press release, uh, that uh, you're also striking a, a secretariat. This is a group that's going to get together. Uh, the skeptic would suggest that, look, you're just adding another layer of, 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 of administrative people here, and that's going to cost money. What are they going to be able to do that you and the city council haven't been able to do so far? Uh, well, for, uh, first of all, they're not going to cost any more money. Uh, thankfully, the Hamilton Community Foundation has uh, has generously provided the support for a, a community uh, liaison person for that to secretariat, and we're moving other staff who, you know, we're changing the way FTEs are working in other areas to 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 staff up that that, that area. Why? Because a lot of people are doing this kind of thing uh, and trying to uh, to address housing off the side of their desk. And it just doesn't work. So it's pulling those people into this secretariat, as I, be, as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, to bring that focus, uh, to bring that determination, and to make sure that they're taking a, a whole of the city approach, a whole of Hamilton approach. And so they're the ones that are then are going to be able to tap into the planning department, uh, that are going to be tapping into emergency and community services staff uh, from other departments, uh, making sure that uh, all of the pillars that we talk about and the priorities that we bring forward so this is what the council does uh, in their in their governance role uh, identifies and works with staff to to put forward what the priorities for each budget year are going to be uh, but there needs to be somebody riding herd on that do you know what i mean there needs to be somebody riding herd on that and that's what the secretary is going to do Okay, let's talk about the practicality of this then. And, and you know, you made a, big, a point, a special point of talking about this is going to be a citywide initiative. Uh, do you do you have a strategy about where to begin, where to start? I mean, I, I know you've talked to, about infill developments and things of this nature. I, I could make an argument that I'm not so sure the provincial government is, is wholly supportive of that sort of thing. They seem to want to build things out in greenfields. Uh, so I, you may be working across purposes with the government. Now, you spent years at Queen's Park, and so did Councillor Clark. Uh, and, and, and Councillor McMeekin. And Councillor McMeekin, and and you guys have been there when these requests have come in, uh, and and you know it's 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 one thing to say this is what we're going to do. It's one thing to be bold about you know here's our game plan, uh, but without the money, uh, not a whole lot's going to happen here. Well, well, sure. I mean, there's just, there's just no doubt, and we've talked about uh, the GR piece, and and we've talked about the engagement of the other uh, orders of government, uh, and, and yeah, you're right. I mean, th- there are. Some of those pieces sit with with them, or or let's just say the um, the timeframes on which we can achieve uh, some of these pieces uh, may sit with them. Having said that, uh, we just put this year our current budget. We added um, a significant amount of focus to um, investments in housing type of uh, uh, both programming and. Uh, and build. So we, we increase the housing kind of portfolio by 30% just on the municipal tax base this year. Why? Because it's a crisis and everybody knows it and we have to do it. Uh, so what, what we need to do though is, is make sure that we're taking that funding and making sure we're leveraging it. So other orders of government, yes. Community partners, for sure. Uh, other, other, uh, Agencies and organizations that are also in this space that want to help with this particular problem. I mentioned Community Foundation. Absolutely. And so the idea is let's make sure the coordination is there so that we can leverage and that we can maximize 
every single opportunity. Uh, you know, we were we have been banging on the doors of the provincial government, uh, particularly post-COVID, because things have gotten much worse worse post-COVID uh, when it comes to uh, vulnerability of, uh, of, of folks in Hamilton, when it comes to the opioid crisis. And I know you know about Councillor Clark's uh, emergency uh, resolution that passed through Council uh, on the opioid crisis, mental health and housing. Uh, last, uh, well, a couple of weeks ago now, the provincial government brought forward a budget and they actually increased the amount of money uh, by about 18% for homelessness uh, programming. That wouldn't have happened had we hadn't have made those kinds of uh, efforts, both at our city and across the municipalities, particularly Ontario big city mayors. Uh, but, uh, but, but we, we pushed. And we got, now it scratches the surface of what we need, absolutely. But it went, but we did get some movement. We can't give up. We have to keep pushing. So these are some of the things that we're going to continue to do. And acknowledge I know, I know your time is tight, get, but the other element to this too, and you well know this, of course, from other initiatives that the city has tried in the past, uh, the private sector has got to be a partner in this. I mean, you can't rely on government for every nickel and dime. And let's face it, the city, unless you're going to pick up a hammer and saw and start building, and I don't, wouldn't ask you to do that. Uh, the private sector have to be the ones that build these. How do you bring them to the table? I mean, you, you can count on them, you know, with their generosity and their community spirit, et cetera. But, uh, you know, these are for-profit businesses, and there's, there's got to be something in it for them, too. How, how do you get them there and get them to be active participants in this? Oh, there's all kinds of different uh, ways that we can uh, uh, make sure that those relationships flourish. We have a couple of a couple of examples right now. Uh, there there are uh, units being built on Queenston Road down in the East End, uh, where the private sector is involved with Community Housing Hamilton, with federal uh, federal dollars uh, in terms of um, uh, housing dollars, and and so that partnership was put together. Uh, there are private sector uh, players in that uh, in that build, and it's exciting. There's a number of units being built there. Uh, you think about, and I, I I you know I dread I rue the idea of actually saying it, but I'm going to say it, uh, the, the kind of uh, reimagining of, of the townhouse units down in the north end. Uh, yes, they should not be vacant in a, uh, and sitting there right now empty when there's such a housing crisis, but that is a collaboration, again, with City Housing Hamilton, with private sector players uh, that, uh, that, will, that will yield uh, much higher density uh, and, uh, and, and moderately priced housing that for the... Um, uh, you know, private market housing as well as uh, affordable housing units. And so this is what I when I talk about partnerships, yes, the private sector has to be at the table, both in terms of, you know, being the ones that build the housing, for example, for the social housing provider, but also there are opportunities for partnerships there. And, and those things are already happening. And, and to, just to that point, I mean, I know there are a number of developers and builders in this community that do have that sense of community that want to help out here, too. But I guess maybe maybe this is going to be the catalyst. Maybe what they're looking for is the plan. And it sounds as if the council's at least unanimous behind that. Uh, Andrew, as always, appreciate you having on the show. Uh, lots more discussion to come on this, of course, in the months and years ahead, I suppose, as we go through this. But uh, thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Absolutely. My pleasure, Bill. You take care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.